Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class in Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I'm literally so excited to be doing this. It's been in the works for a while because I'm literally like the laziest person ever. Like I'm bothered to do things, but I'm not bothered enough to actually do them. But um, I'm really, really excited. I'm quite nervous and I don't even know why because it's not like anyone's going to be seeing my face. But, you know, as I said, I'm really excited to be finally doing this. Um, I think what gave me the idea to do this podcast was... I don't want to say back when BLM was a trend because it shouldn't be a trend. We should be talking about that shit every single day. But like back when everyone was kind of like jumping on the bandwagon and stuff like that, like when the whole um, George Floyd murder happened, like, I don't know, I felt the need to do something. And I was like, you know, why not come on here and educate myself and others? And I feel like this is going to be a really, really great experience. Like, I really do think I'm going to enjoy this and I hope everyone does as well. There are so many topics that I'm excited to talk about. And technically, I'm not really spoiling it for you guys. I think of it as a little preview, as a, you know, sneak peek or whatnot, as like a little exclusive, I don't know, think of it as a sneak peek, I don't know. But um, I'm also going to be featuring some guests. And when I say guests, I mean friends, because we all know I'm not famous like that. But um, now the ideas have gone up my head, I'm thinking... Alright, I've got it. There we go. I'm going to be talking about ACAB and defunding the police. Like, I'm literally so gassed for that. And, like, how... um About, like, relocating money into lower-income communities. I'm going to be talking about LGBT history and how I think it's important for us to literally learn the bare minimum. I'm going to be talking about how black women are literally the blueprint of society. Literally 50... Nope, 95%. There we go. 95% of trends um that we have in our society today literally started from black women. When black women did it, we were called ghetto for it. When white women did it, they were called fashionable. That's literally going to be, like, episode... No, I'm not going to spoil it that much. Okay, moving on. But, um, yeah, you guys get the gist. I'm quite excited, and I hope you guys are as well. So, on today's episode of my podcast, um, we're going to be talking about the one and only white privilege. Um, You know, starting off slow, starting off easy. So, the main focus of this episode will just be about, like, what exactly is white privilege white privilege in white people's daily lives and what you can do with your privilege i really don't understand why people can't wrap their head around the idea the the concept of like white privilege like there are so many explanations out there like it really frustrates me i'm not gonna lie personally i've never had to like to explain it to anyone but like i just know that i'm probably gonna have to like i'm probably gonna come across someone one day and i'm gonna have to explain it and i know that it's just gonna like it's gonna annoy me like I just there are so many examples out there there are so many um explanations there's literally like dumbed down analogies like there's literally no reason why you shouldn't understand this like there's no reason why you don't like you know what I'm trying to say like what do you gain from denying white privilege like automatically when a white person denies um their privilege they're literally invalidating the experiences of people of color and denying systematic racism like that's not helping you and that's not helping us like we can sit here and go back and forth it'd just be better for you to accept it like i honestly i mean i'm not really a white person and i will be talking about like white guilt and fragility but i don't really think it's that big of a deal to admit that you have privilege like okay you have privilege get over it and you know become an ally duh 
we're starting with an actual definition cambridge definition of white privilege is the fact of people with white skin having advantages in society that other people do not i'm giving that one a 10 out of 10 simple concept you read that and think oh my god i understand um obviously we're educating everyone here so i'm gonna break that shit down so what it means is that it doesn't mean that your life can't be or hasn't been hard it just means that your race isn't one of the factors making it hard and it's never going to be the factor that's you know making your life hard like factors could be things like class wealth sexual orientation so like you could be gay and society would oppress you because of your sexuality but you could also be white meaning you would be privileged because you're white see it's quite simple to understand obviously i'm going to give out examples because you know can't be dishing out facts without dishing out examples but um an example could be portrayal in the media like if we sit down and really think about this white people have been portrayed in the media like so much there's so much representation when it comes to white people there is literally barely any black representation no south asian representation no native american representation like that representation is nowhere to be found nowhere to be found and when black people are represented in movies it's stereotypical gang member um dark skin ratchet black um loud black woman like it's tiring seeing that shit over and over again and also can i just say can we get rid of all the slave movies and all the black struggle black oppression movies like there are so many i do not know why white people love those type of movies like they ate up 12 years as a slave when 12 years as a slave came out my god they were excited that's all i'm gonna say because they keep remaking the same type of shit it's annoying we don't want to see like yes we understand that black people are oppressed yes we understand that those movies are released to educate you know everyone else and let them know about black oppression but that's not the only thing black people are here for that's not black people's only purpose you know what i'm trying to say like give me a movie about a dark-skinned black woman in an indie film with her best friend doing stupid teenager shit i don't know give me that just something give us anything other than slavery movies like i just don't understand why they keep remaking it like it's it's funny because it's not like we're asking for it we're literally not asking for it we're asking for something completely different but they said no no here you go here's some harriet Tubman shit eat that shit up here you go they said make it enough as if we were not even asking for it like i no i don't know I'm only speaking for myself, but literally none of us are asking for it. It's funny how I have such an opinion on Black Struggle movies, but my favourite movie is literally Queen and Slim, which is a Black Struggle movie. But Queen and Slim does have some like really good, significant messages in it, and I personally think everyone should go watch it. 10 out of 10. I don't think... When I mean... When I said, um, what's it called? Like, get rid of Black Struggle movies, I don't mean get rid of them, because, like, how do you even get rid of a movie? I'm just saying come up with different ideas like we have enough of those movies we do not need anymore like when people are in film studies class like you're getting a degree in film studies you're telling me that you're getting a degree you're getting a degree just to think of the same movie idea the same movie concept over and over again what's the point it can't be that hard i mean i can't really be talking it's not like i'm you know i have a degree in film studies or whatever but like think of something else people on instagram are coming up with better ideas than directors um than like actual directors people on twitter people on tiktok come on do better for yourself all i'm saying is that think of new ideas think of new concepts it really can't be that hard because we're sick and tired we're literally asking for the bare minimum it's not that hard anyways other examples are like how black workers with degrees in the uk and 23.1 percent less than their white workers this is literally like the clearest example 
of white privilege that there's literally no other reason why is it that black people with the same degrees as their white counterparts doing the exact same job as their white counterparts are getting paid 23.1 percent less than their white counterparts it makes no sense i do not understand how people see statistics like this and be like no white privilege doesn't exist like you'll literally tell them black women's mortality rate is four times higher than white women's nothing to do with genetics simply to do with the fact that um doctors don't believe black women you'll literally tell them this will be like no white privilege doesn't exist make it make sense of i don't know what to tell you i've literally seen people try and like counter argue this they've literally been like oh but i've been picked on by black people for being white like ugh, i don't know what to say like we're not going to get onto the topic of reverse racism today because that's a whole other discussion but there's a big big difference between prejudice and racism like you being called a cracker does not equivalent to the same as a black as a black person being called the n-word you being told that you can't season your food does not equivalent to the same stereotypes that have been that have been put on black people for decades like you just can't compare the two like even though you may feel that way even though you can't oppress the oppressor that still doesn't you know get rid of the fact that you still have privilege like it still doesn't get rid of the fact that you haven't experienced the small things that black people have had to experience their whole life like talking about the small things there's i just feel like black people have had this like universal or like similar experience to like you know being black like i see it all over tiktok and i'm not even like i can relate a lot like we've had the not liking ourselves well not everyone but most we've had the not liking ourselves because of the color of our skin or because of the shade of our skin you know colorism or whatnot um we've had like i saw this tiktok video and this um guy was like i i grew up like like trying so hard not to feed into stereotypes because i didn't want people to label me as the gangster whatnot and i was like oh my god like i didn't even realize it but that was literally me literally anyone that knows me knows that i'm like the loudest Mm, i don't want to say the loudest but like anyone that knows me knows that i'm a loud person i'm outspoken i'm an opinionated person as i should be to me that's the flex now let's not even lie thank you very much but yeah everyone anyone who knows me knows that i'm like a loud person and like i used to hate that like i used to hate being called loud when i was younger like it's just because you know there's a stereotype that black women are ghetto loud ratchet whatever whatever and every time someone would call me loud i'd be like oh my god i'm feeding into this i'm feeding into the stereotype that i'm loud i'm ghetto ratchet that's what some that's probably what people think of me that's um, people's opinions on me and i just ah uh, i used to it used to bother me so much did i used to cry about it this is only episode one guys i'm not going to be getting into my feelings this is not a therapy session let's relax but let's just say yeah it did you did used to make me upset like even still to this day when people call me loud you know it i'm all right with it because i own their shit but like it kind of does bother me a little bit but like i just know that white people have never had to experience this because i know there are so many other black girls out there who like feel the same way um as i do and is because of the white supremacy that has been embedded in our society and i just hate that i hate that society has made us feel this way like fuck society for that i never asked to be born i hate this place zero out of ten you know what i mean but i just feel like um what's it called it's a privilege that white people have of not experiencing this like you denying your privilege is literally like an insult to us we have not gone th- we have not gone through so much shit and we'll go through so much shit for you to be saying white privilege doesn't exist you know what i mean it's just a bit it's annoying moving on i want to talk about the white privilege on tiktok 
I've said that word a lot today and I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe tomorrow I wake up with a dash of privilege. JK, I wish. Oh my god, guys, I'm gonna get sidetracked. I'm already getting sidetracked. What would I do if I was white man in society? Oh my god, what would I actually do? I mean, I feel like imagine being a rich white man in society. You could literally get away with anything. Let's not lie, you really could get away with anything. So I'd probably rob a bank, maybe bury a few bodies jk jk no but you could actually get away with anything i don't know what i would do anyways moving on so these white boys are always getting like cancelled on tiktok for you know saying the n-word being racist whatever and every single time they like apologize or whatever apologize barely anyways i'm always seeing like caucasians these caucasians in the comments like oh my god we forgive you what are you forgiving he said the n-word which was targeted at black people he's now apologizing the apology is meant for black people why are you accepting an apology that isn't meant for you like i'm seeing them in the comments like oh my god we forgive you everyone makes mistakes no no love no a mistake could be like i don't know i don't know forgetting to what could oh my god why has everything gone out of my head but you know what you know what a mistake is not saying the n-word all right i think everyone knows that at this point not in 2020 not in 2020 a mistake is not saying the n-word anyways these caucasians are out here god bless their soul (laughs) but they're out here accepting apologies that are not made for them like emily please love sit this one out all right sit this one out it's not for you love sit it out leave the room please but i just hate how when someone does something racist they're forgiven so quickly like i'm not saying people can't change like that's not what i'm trying to say but like it's not up to white people to decide when they've changed or whatnot like it's not it's not up to you to decide that black people and other people of color will we'll we'll, we'll decide that for you guys all right we'll let you know we'll fill you in once we make the decision all right but for now exit the room because this isn't for you but like i just like white people what's it called can unlearn racism but black people can't unexperience it so yes chad you may be an ally now but the black kid that you called the n-word two years ago and beat up is still traumatized like yes we don't care that you've i mean we do care that you've changed good on you however like what are you what do you want a medal like do you want an applause for changing for being a decent human being because you ain't gonna get it people need to realize that it's literally a privilege to unlearn racism and you know become a decent human being lol but um yes samantha he may have said the n-word many many years ago but black people have trust issues we have trust issues like there's just so many people that you that we stand we like and we just find out that they're racist how do you think we feel right i don't feel good about myself i feel i feel shamed i feel like i've dishonored the black community you know what i mean no i'm joking but i'm not joking am i am i joking no i'm not like i don't want to be standing a white boy and then opening twitter the next day to find out that he's been racist no i do not want that so if we could not be racist, that would be lovely. Also, when people on TikTok are like, oh my God, I go on TikTok to escape all the political stuff. Don't want to hear about any of the drama. I'm just there like, your privilege is showing so much. Like, first of all, TikTok is a platform where you can literally post anything. Why are you bothered? It's literally a privilege to escape racism. And there's literally nothing political about black people's lives. We're not debating about black people's lives, No like these are people's real life experiences they can't just take off their skin color and decide to you know take a break from racism like oh my god let me just take a break from racism today and i'll get back to it on wednesday the fuck no 
Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, it's just, I don't understand how it, like, boggles me, how people, like, sit down and don't realise how privileged they sound. Like, they just sound so entitled. Like, they just, ugh, give me the heebie-jeebies. But anyways, we're coming to the end of this episode. Um, I'm going to give you, not tips, I was going to say tips. I meant, like, a little, you know, a little list on how white people can use their privilege for good. I need a drink, guys. Um, obviously, the most important one, acknowledge your privilege and don't dismiss or invalidate the experiences of people of colour. If someone is telling you their story, their experience of what it's like to be a black woman or a black man or, like, an Asian woman in society, don't try and invalidate them. Be like, oh, yeah, but I've never really seen that happen. Or, I know someone who's Asian, that's never really happened to them. Just shut up and listen. You're saving yourself the trouble, honestly. Just because it's your, it's not your experience, it doesn't mean it's not someone else's reality. Like it's all right. Just, just sit down. Just sit this one out and listen. Like I said, listen and amplify people of colour's voices. We want an ally, not a white saviour. Please, for the love of God, we do not need a Jesus. Not now, not ever, guys. When I tell you the amount of people with white saviour complexes, is beyond me. Is literally like I don't understand why, how, who, what, where. The amount of people that I've seen... I've seen white people try and cancel black people for saying the N-word. Miss Girl, please, no. No. I've seen white people literally be like, I don't I don't think black people would like that. I personally think... Da, 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 da. No, we didn't say that. We want you to amplify our voices, not, you know, overstep your place. Like, let's not lie. Wait, what am I even lying about? Anyways, moving on. Um, This movement is for us. We just need a bit of support. We do not need people to overstep their place, please because it's causing havoc out here causing chaos talking about allyship so basically i saw this like black girl on tiktok guys i'm gonna be mentioning tiktok a lot because that's like my go-to app anyways um i saw this black girl on tiktok and she was like saying how like some white allies and like non-black allies have been saying that they have like ally fatigue and like need a break like um i'm sorry imagine having the privilege to take a break from racism there is literally no such thing as ally fatigue. Like, yeah, there's something called, like, activism exhaustion. Like, you can be, you know, tired from being an actual activist, but not getting tired from being an ally. And, like, she was just explaining her frustration with it. Like, obviously, everyone needs to take care of themselves, like, mentally, whatever, whatever. But, like, ally fatigue is, like, the wrong way to put it. Like, you're basically making a whole phrase to send to yourself. Like, like I said, this movement is not about you. You're allowed to be tired, but that's not an excuse to stop participating because people are actually dying. It's not about you, love. It really isn't. Like, you can be exhausted from being an actual activist, but not an ally. Like, I just don't get it. How do you get, like, tired from supporting someone, from doing, from doing, like, the bare minimum for being a decent human being how do you get tired i'm i don't know but um also we need to stop praising white people for doing the bare minimum like a white boy won't say the n-word all of a sudden oh my god king 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 behavior oh my god no he's doing what's expected why are we praising him for doing that do you praise the fish for swimming no that's what they're meant to do but then again i understand because you know there are so many racist people out here so like every single time i see like a white influencer like not be racist or like actively support blm and whatnot i'm like "Mm, it's nice to see i've gained a lot of respect for you it shouldn't be that way because it's literally the bare minimum but it is you know
obviously educating yourself is literally like another important step to being like a better ally um to people of color because it's not our responsibility to teach you it's not our job to teach people how to be decent human beings like when people say things like oh but like you could have just handled it better like when people tone police um black people's um reactions to racism they're like oh like you you didn't have to get so angry you could have handled it better this that this that like you're literally without realizing it you're normalizing racism you're saying it's okay for that person to be racist but don't be angry just educate them no some black people may want to do that some may not if someone's going to call me the n-word and i decide to step on their neck mind your business jk guys i'm not a violent person i would never black people may have like we may have this like similar universal experience however we have different reactions when it comes to racism if someone chooses to educate you good on them if someone chooses not to educate you and decides to step on your neck you deserved it that's all i'm saying like we have different reactions to it you can't be mad at us like because it's not your experience like you can't just be like but i think you should have handled it no you don't get to decide how we handle racism because it's not your experience we just need a bit of support we shouldn't have to carry that type of burden just because of someone's you know irrational hatred like i'm starting to realize that people are more like more mad at the at people i like black people's reaction to racism than the people actually being racist like make it make sense why are you more concerned about that can we talk about the root of the problem please please and thank you we're not obligated to respect racist people like i was not put on this earth to do that that's not our purpose in life um so any reaction we have is completely rational like personally i'm more focused on systematic eradication i'm not concerned about ben down the street who says all lives matter after he has a few beers you know i'm not i'm not really concerned about him however if my brother my negro brother mark no not mark wants to step on his neck so be it also white people need to call out racism when they see it like i said it's not just the responsibility of people of color when you see their shit call it out guys please tell me why i'm thinking of call me by your name talking about call me by your name basically obviously i watched the movie but um i read the first book and i got the sequel to the book <laughs> this is like so off point but moving on i got the sequel to the book the sequel book what is it called the sequel bruv moving on anyways and i got it like three months ago and please tell me i'm only on like page 30 um i don't read it's a problem i'm doing a levels here i should be able to read books like that kind of sad for me but anyways guys we're at the end of episode one of my podcast um praise the lord because let me know if i'm hungry but thank you so much for listening to episode one of my podcast i really appreciate it follow my podcast instagram class and session podcast quite easy quite simple you'll be able to find it um i'm gonna post like accounts i think you guys should follow and like things i've come across and stuff like that if you like this episode and want to hear more from me subscribe and tune in every friday for now take care